In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. Girlfriend, here is your show. Girlfriended, your chance to connect with other women, especially the woman that is most overlooked, yourself. Girlfriended is all about helping you become self-aware, not self-involved. The aim is to provide information that relates to life, which leads to real connections and results in a desire to connect or care for those in need. The Girlfriended principle was born out of loss. Patty's mother was murdered, and Lisa lost her mother to cancer. This forged a bond between them that nothing could shake. And now the women want to help you in more ways than you can count every day. From the website, GirlfriendIt.com, and the movement, GirlfriendIt, here are Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan on Toginet.com. Well, going through adolescence and this culture is like crossing a minefield without a map. Well, hold that thought. Before we take out our maps, you are listening to Girlfriended Radio with Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan, where we rally you to do the remarkable through resources and relationships. And we'll have more information about today's show and other tips and tricks on our website at girlfriendit.com. Also, you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter. I'm going to follow. <laughs> <laughs> well, we promise, we're making a promise right now, a pinky, a pinky promise. We promise this day that we will equip you with the tools and checkpoints to successorize, that's a new word that we created, successorize your child with the ingredients and formula to be a highly functioning member of society. Well, you know that child that puts a smile on your face when they walk to the podium to grab their diploma? You mean when they graduate from kindergarten? <laughs> yeah, when they are five and again when they are 25. But I'm definitely going to listen to you this day, Mrs. Jernigan, because you have a son who has navigated the treacherous waters to manhood. And you know what? Sometimes they are treacherous waters on the way to manhood, but Thank you for saying that. Well, I am leaning into you. Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm feeling it. <laughs> well, I just found myself leaning into you yesterday during one of our team meetings, and uh, you you sat there at the table and you uh, boldly announced that you had something to say, and so you you had my attention. And all of a sudden, I leaned in and go, "Okay, well, what are your words of wisdom?" I know, but when you did this, you took me off guard with your attentiveness. <laughs> Um, and of course, you you always have to mock me and share some stupid, crazy story. Um, and this one was from one of our very first trainings as we were standing up there in front of all of these women. And okay, I got interrupted. I'll never forget. We were standing. It was our very first training. And we kind of knew what we were going to say. So we were both standing up there, and all of a sudden, you like you know emphatically declared. All right, I want everyone to take out a pen and paper, um, and I want you to write down what I'm about to say. And I had no clue because I knew, I didn't know that we had anything that that was that noteworthy that we wanted them to write down. Quite that way. Oh, I think you did. So I was totally listening to you, going, "Oh my, this is going to be good." And and I I have to quote it. I have to read it right now, uh-huh, okay? Because uh-huh. I did take out my pen and paper and write it down at that point. But this is what you said that day for all of us to write down. You don't know what you don't know until you do know. And when you do know, you have to do something about it. I think it was that. Does that make sense? (laughs) Well, it wasn't 
quite to that level, but, but it was I'll good. I, I, I must say it was noteworthy. It was good. So yes, lean in and learn because today you are now going to know what you don't know. Are they now? <laughs> <laughs> and our first guest is Ryan Russell from Triple X Church. Um, Ryan is a dad of three boys, a former youth pastor, an avid triathlete, and uh, also a great friend of ours, which mm-hmm. that, that puts him at the, at the top of that. I think that's his most notable qualities. That that's when he a, champions. A, yeah, I think so. Uh-huh, is, our, is our close friend. But Ryan, how are you this morning? How are you girls? Ah, we're doing good. Lisa and I were just laughing and reminiscing about how four years ago we were all at the Joni Lamb show on Daystar. To- <laughs> that, was a, that was a great experience. That was, that was a wonderful blessing in my life. Yes, it was the highlight of our weekend and, and a memory that we will never forget, even though we can't go there with all the details, but it was um, definitely a fun time. Well, and it was, it was a show that we were on. We, we were on for a segment, and then you followed us, and we were doing a lot of talking about uh, just outreach into the strip clubs and the whole um, like the porn industry a little bit because you are with Triple X Church, and that's a passion of ours, and, and in fact, Coming up soon is strip church training in Miami in just two weeks where we'll all be down there uh, participating in that training. So we just want to kind of do a shout out for that. If there's anybody listening out there from a church that is interested in doing strip church outreach, strip club outreach, this is a great place to do. You can go to stripchurch.com to find out more. But um, And you know what? I have to interrupt you. The, the, I, I believe that the reason why that this training is so phenomenal is it's so detailed and exactly what you need to do, even down to how do you dialogue with these gals that are in the sex industry that have been verbally abused and sexually abused and you know physically abused. And so many times we get frightened by that and we don't know it's the very right intimidating words. because mm-hmm. it's a very different environment and different culture and it's a conversation that when you bring up with people about reaching out to girls in the strip clubs um, and as we know there's so many of our college girls that are affected by that and, and I think everybody knows somebody that's affected by that or or are entertaining in that industry and we really do need to pay attention and lean into that and learn and how do we really encourage and help these gals and just love on them and be their friend and strip church does a phenomenal job at providing this training with like like you said down to the detail of how you even talk to the bouncer at the door and I think you guys have really done a great job where they, they really do walk away with some great tangible things. And what's great is they walk away with a network and they've connected with other women across the country that, that are doing the same thing. And then, then there's a network that you guys provide. So we just wanted to kind of do a shout out because we so believe in that ministry and in what you guys are doing. And even with Triple X, but go back to the, to the Joni Lamb show. It was interesting because we were sitting there kind of talking about this and you kind of got grilled a little bit, as I recall, Ryan, but it was a great memory because this is a topic that we do need to be talking about and because it does affect our families and our communities and our churches. And Ryan, aren't you glad that we have you on the show so we can just sit here and talk the whole time? <laughs> I was like, uh, I'm not sure how to get a word in. Uh, I'm excited about being here. Well, you know, we were just um, talking about some of the checkpoints in raising our our children for success in the midst of a sex-induced environment. And you wrote an article, actually, that people can find um, if they go to triplexchurch.com. But there was a quote in there that you had stated, I want my boys to experience guilt-free, addiction-free, 
sexually monogamous and pleasing future with their wives. The future starts now by teaching them through how to make good choices. It's daily instruction in the world we live in. And I, I just love that article and what you said, because in this culture, um, it, it's not if they see porn, it's just basically when. And it's what the average age is starting right around 11 years old. Is that is that a fact or is that true? Yeah, in pressing younger. I mean, it's it's super challenging. Uh, I, you know, I'll try to avoid getting up on a soapbox, but I oftentimes when walk in um, Christian circles, I think particularly, but there's other, you know, there's other religious circles that are ultra conservative that I think err on the side of trying to create what I would call a faith bubble. Uh, you know, they they think through a whole series of mechanisms that somehow that they can protect their kids from being influenced by the world or being, um, you know, even not even just influenced by the world, but being exposed to all that's going on out in the world. And so they do their best to keep their kids at home. They, um, you know, they might keep their kids away from public schools. They might keep their kids from playing with certain friends. And, and they do all this stuff, and then it can be as simple as, like, hey, I took my kid shopping with me at the grocery store, and right there on the end of the magazine mm-hmm. rack as you're checking out, there's all kinds of stuff that's bombarding them, you know. And it's just like you can't um, – I really, truly believe you can't isolate and uh, fully protect or keep your kids away from our culture and what's going on in our culture. And, and, uh, even if you could, I wouldn't be on the side of that's good. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I really think that as a parent, your job is ongoing training and, and in that ongoing training, that includes, you know, teaching your kids about, um, healthy sexuality, teaching them, um, about what they're seeing, uh, where that fits in the, you know, the dynamics of a relationship with God and choices that they're going to have to make um, as they get older. And as we know, children are incredibly curious as well, and oftentimes um, they have a lot of questions, but when they sense that, like, this question is different than other questions, they tend to clam up. And um, as parents, we have to be purposeful in having those conversations and, and talking to them about the things that they're seeing, experiencing, choices that they have to make, and uh, and coaching them through all of that. Well, and just like it says in Deuteronomy, you know, to train your child up in, in the ways of the Lord. And it, it, so many times, I think as Christians, it, it is easier just to s- stick your head in the sand and we're letting our culture train them up. And especially you being a triathlete, you understand that the discipline of truly training and that it, it's a daily thing. You don't go, hey, two weeks prior to, you know, my event, I'm going to I'm going to work out. It is daily. And we have to be so intentional with what what are we dialoguing with our children daily, not just, you know, Sunday, hopefully we can make it to church. And we hope that perhaps a youth pastor will touch base on this, or maybe there'll be an adult that will bring up <laughs> the subject and we ignore it. So we, we only have a minute here before we go into a commercial break, Ryan, but what would what would be a suggestion on just an example, I guess, of your daily instruction of how you are raising your three boys? Uh, well, I think I think one thing. I mean, I'm really big, and not just because I work at TripleXChurch.com, but uh, I'm really big about teaching them about wise choices with the internet. Um, you know, this is mobile devices and uh, access to the internet come from 
all different sorts of places. And, and so um, just have had many experiences with my boys where while we talk to them a lot about, you know, the Internet and the Internet usage at home and oversee that, um, they still go out into the world and they're at their friends' houses and they're at school and their friends have mobile devices and their friends' parents and houses have computers with access. And so we, we do a lot of talking about that and, and uh, where to go on the Internet, when not to be on the Internet without us and, and those kinds of things. And that's really a great tip because you cannot control their total environment, but it is about having that conversation, that dialogue, and making it where the conversation is not awkward, where it's just like, we're just going to dialogue about this and talk about it, and there's nothing to be embarrassed about in the conversation. Well, Ryan, we're going to break, and we'll be right back. This is Girlfriended on Togginet. Don't forget to tell your friends to check it out on Girlfriended.com. It's time to discover it, connect it, propel it, Girlfriend it. And we'll be right back with more Girlfriended Radio right after these. Why do I feel so lousy? Why aren't my medications working? Why can't my doctor figure me out? These are just a few of the questions Dr. Kevin Connors will be exploring in Dr. Kevin Connors Live on Togginet.com. The author of the book, Help, My Body is Killing Me, solving the connections of autoimmune disease to thyroid problems, fibromyalgia, depression, ADD, ADHD, and more. He'll dig into these and many other conditions to dissect the mechanisms of your problems. Giving God the glory and looking for answers to make you look and feel better, to make you feel whole again. For more on him, his book, and the show, check out UpperRoomWellness.com. Never be satisfied with a diagnosis. There is always a reason behind it. And if you can alter the mechanisms that led you down your current path, we can change your future. It's Dr. Kevin Connors, live here on Togginet.com. Evermore, people have the means to live, but no meaning to live for. These are the words of Dr. Victor Frankel, the inspiration for the movie Victor and I. That's V-I-K-T-O-R and I, movie.com. And Talk Sense Radio, The Meaning Connection, with host Mary Simaluka and frequent contributor Alexander Vesley. Friday afternoons at 3, 2 central on toginet.com. More and more people today are discarding their quest for money, possessions, and things, and are instead beginning a serious quest to find meaning in life. Until now, these discussions were historically in the hands of priests, ministers, and scribes, then to philosophers, psychiatrists, and psychologists. Now, these deep discussions are where they should be, in the hands of individuals, on the air, with you. Talk Sense Radio, The Meaning Connection, with your host, Mary Simaluka, and frequent contributor, Alexander Vesley. Friday afternoons at 3, 2 central, on toginet.com. Welcome back to Girlfriended Radio. A chance for you to let your hair down, curl up with a mug of whatever you love, and have some nice girl talk. It's Girlfriended, the radio show on toginet.com. And now back to the show with your hosts, Patty and Lisa. 
you know, when it was time for his middle brother to, like, learn about some facts, because I treated my oldest son like as, hey, this is for you right now. Later we'll talk about it with your brother. Let me talk to him about it, you know, and he honored that. And then when it was time for his middle brother to talk about it, I took my oldest son with me. <laughs> and we just all, like, began the conversation together. And so my oldest son was there. He had already known about sex and some other things. And the middle son, um, you know, now was learning about it. And, you know, he was asking a lot of questions. And then that created a group conversation among the three of us. And not only did I think it was really healthy, I also thought it was super efficient. Because I got three kids. So, you know, like, mm-hmm. they have all these conversations one-on-one all the time. And, um, and they're going to talk anyway. And then when it was their younger brother's turn, you know, it was like, oh, we got to have the talk with, you know, Elias. It was like the three, you know, us three boys were like, oh, okay, it's, it's time for Elias to come into this club. You know, he's, you know, gets to be a part of the man conversation. And so um, it was really funny because we took him to Starbucks. <laughs> you know, it was really a special, special time. Mom was out of town. We're like, hey, let's go get some Starbucks. And the older two were like, are we going to have a conversation with him, Dad? You know, and, <laughs> And uh, I'm like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna include them in on all this stuff. And and uh, our youngest is our I don't know our intellectually our sharpest. You know, like he's just for a day, he's you know on the uptake pretty quick. And so he had tons of questions, but he was still kind of struggling through it. And my oldest son, while we were sitting in Starbucks, um, you know, my youngest couldn't quite visualize and figure out exactly how all the mechanics of it you know, <laughs> like. So I warn you, this is more like PG-13. My oldest son um, <laughs> takes, the, takes the lid from the cup, and then he takes the straw, and he inserts the straw into the lid. And he's like, it's like this, Elias. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's moving the straw in and out of the cup. It was, quite, it was kind of funny. He had to be there, I suppose. But, <laughs> you had lively conversation. Yeah. Well, I mean, we break it down. We talk. You know, we don't get graphic, but we're very specific. Um, and, you know, I'm willing to answer questions. And then that leads to talking about, you know, pornography and pornography being this, you know, this intimate sexual relationship that God has created, but it's not to be shared like that. It's not meant to be made out of photos and pictures and magazines and videos and looking at everybody doing it as something private and intimate and special between a couple. And, you know, just try to explain to them, you know, pornography is, you know, people taking what God created for a husband and wife and then feeling it and making something out of it that it was never supposed to be. And, and, um, and you know, they know that that's what's on the computer and they know that that's what their friends are struggling with and that they know that that's why we are very specific with them about the choices that they make when they have access to the Internet when we're not around. Um, and, uh, and so we keep that, keep that conversation alive and active. Well, and that is so, that's so key to, like you said, to keep a conversation alive and active because they're constantly getting bombarded. Um, I just remember when my son was, was younger, and this was years ago before it was, the internet was really available, but he was learning a lot, like you said, from his friend's older brothers. And, you know, they go over to the house or whatever, or just in conversation at school, they come home with, you know, so-and-so's brother said this. And it is really hard to, because you cannot, uh, totally protect them and keep them, but it, it is having that conversation that it's ongoing where they feel that freedom to come and to share with you. And I, and I love it. it, even as awkward as it, you know, it can be, it, it really diffuses a lot of the myths and the, um, 
kind of the, the shame that sometimes is accompanied with this, this subject matter. But um, can you just describe in, in a little bit to people the resources even at triplexchurch.com? Because you really do equip, it's for the whole family, a lot of it, you know, for men, for women. And we're just seeing it really rampant, um, this whole sex industry and all the different ramifications. But what, what does Triple X provide for to, to dealing with this issue? Yeah, well, in the past, I think people who have known about us have associated us with, oh, if you've got a hardcore sex addiction problem, then Triple X purchase for you. And I would say, you know, it's so much um, more than that. Like, you know, that um, talking about sexuality and the proper place of it inside the context of our relationship with Christ and um, our relationships inside of marriage and yeah, we have so many resources available for men, for women, for couples, but we've really ramped up over the last few years our resources for parents. Um, so if you go on triplexchurch.com backslash parents, or you can get there from the main page as well, you'll find um, just ongoing information and resources available to parents to, from how to have this, these conversations with your kids, to things to be aware of, to um, if your kid is struggling, how can you help them, you know, even just this week, you know, we just, um, you know, yesterday I was reading an email from a mom who just felt isolated and alone, and her son has, you know, a, a pretty developed sexual addiction that she discovered uh, with pornography, and she didn't know what to do, and she was looking and looking and looking, and even in her town, her pastor, and even some of the counselors she talked to threw up their hands, and then she found us on the Internet and was able to get some direction and some help and some and prayer, you know, we're just praying for it on a very specific level for um, everyone involved. There's uh, there's software available. We have a free version of our accountability software so you can know, you know, where different, you know, your users are going on your computers and, and you know, kind of keep track of that. We have, parent, you know, next-level software where you can filter out or block things. Um, you know, and then we have even a book coming out this year about how to have these conversations with the kids through the different age ranges that they, um, you know, as they're developing. So, like, your very first sex talk to, like, how do you talk about your, you know, sex with your kids when they're, you know, teenagers to, you know, when they're young adults and not inside the home anymore, but, you know, not married yet and you're still parenting. So... And those are, it's great resources there. We really want to encourage our listeners, even if, you know, you don't personally need it, just to be aware of it. Because I have shared so many times with, with other girlfriends who are dealing with this with their sons. Um, and they have found so much help through Triple X Church and the resources that you guys do provide. And, um, and just being able to have those conversations. Because so many times as parents, what we are uncomfortable with, we avoid. And we cannot afford to avoid having these conversations and dealing with this topic because it's only amping up um, with the Internet and with the, the accessibility of all that we're being bombarded with and our kids are too. So we really do need to learn how to navigate this topic and have the conversations with our kids and even with each other. Because um, women, like you said, you got to think women are dealing with a lot of this on different levels, whether it's a child or, or a husband, and they're, they're very isolated in this. And um, just to make them aware that there is a place you can go to get resources, to get connections, 
questions and um and just a place and we love that you guys provide that so ryan we want to thank you so much again just for being with us on our show and we you can get more information by going to triple xchurch.com or going to girlfriendit.com where we'll have some information and we would love to keep the discussion going even on our girlfriend at facebook so um ryan russell with triple xchurch.com and it's a conversation we just need to have with our kids to keep it active and flowing we'll be right back after the commercial break This is Girlfriend on Togginap. Don't forget to tell your friends to check it out on GirlfriendIt.com. It's time to discover it, connect it, propel it, Girlfriend It. And we'll be right back with more Girlfriend It Radio right after these. Fertility is an extremely personal subject. Tune in Monday nights at 9, 8 central for the Fertility Forum with infertility psychotherapist and expert Phyllis Martin on Togginap.com. This is the show about infertility, gaining support, and information. Phyllis will assist you in navigating the disappointments and decisions that often accompany the difficult journey from diagnosis to conception, pregnancy to parenthood. She is passionate about her work and is an expert in the donor egg field, bringing both her personal and professional experience to all she does. Ms. Martin has extensive experience in helping patients cope with infertility, pregnancy loss, adoption, surrogacy, miscarriage, pregnancy termination, and creative family building. She knows what you're going through, and she's here to help. It's the Fertility Forum with your host, Phyllis Martin, Monday nights at 9, 8 central on Togginet.com. Are you ready to get your woo-hoo on? From business and branding to babies, best-selling books, and personal breakthroughs? Then it's time to tune in to Woohoo Radio, Love, Life, Business, and the Pursuit of Happiness with your host, Lisa Stedman. Wednesday afternoons at 4 p.m. Central on Togginet.com. Using her signature blend of inspiration, motivation, and kick-butt action, best-selling author and chief woohoo woman, Lisa Stedman, wants to help you discover the woohoo that only you can do. Lisa will show you how to create your signature woohoo way of love, life, business, and the pursuit of happiness without losing yourself. If you're tired of a one-size-fits-all approach to career, relationships, and personal growth, get your weekly woohoo on with Lisa and her rock star guests as they reveal their personal stories of bouncing back from boohoo of rock bottom into the woohoo of love, life, business, and the pursuit of happiness. Check out her website, lisastedman.com. Join us for Woohoo Radio, love, life, business, and the pursuit of happiness. Wednesday afternoons at 4 p.m. Central on Togginet. Welcome back to Girlfriended Radio, a chance for you to let your hair down, curl up with a mug of whatever you love, and have some nice girl talk. It's Girlfriended, the radio show on Toginet.com. And now back to the show with your hosts, Patty and Lisa. Well, our next guests are two dynamic leaders who have formed a unique partnership, one in the military and one a youth pastor. Brian Mills and Nathan Wagon, authors of Checkpoints. And you guys, things are being said about this book and how it gives clear, actionable strategies and tactics that, when applied, transform young men into great leaders. So welcome. And and Lisa and I, we are wearing our camouflage clothing in, in honor of you all today. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, I appreciate so it. Thanks for having us on. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, we understand that you two, you just had a passion for raising up successful men to understand God's perspective of who a real man should be. And, you know, as a mom, and, and so many times as we're dealing with other moms, and that's the, the majority of our, our listeners are female, this is exciting when men step up and go, okay, we, we want to come up with some checkpoints of how do we raise a, you know, a man of honor. So this is exciting to have you guys on the show. And we're going to just dive right in and cut right to the, the chase and ask you, give us a couple tips that are in your book in raising our sons to be real men. Yeah, well, I can, uh, I can tell you a few things. You know, as we, as we wrote this book and as we began to dream of... Uh, of developing, you know, the next generation of godly leaders and godly men, we needed to start with young men and we needed to provide an element for their dads and for dads to go through with sons and really mentor the whole family. And so, you know, I would say just a few quick tips on developing godly men would be uh, a few quick things I would say are allowing them to fail and letting these young men know that it's okay to fail and then teaching them in their failures. We Mm -hmm. believe every moment's a teaching moment. Mm -hmm. And as a youth pastor, I see that to be super true, uh, that every moment is a teaching moment. Uh, Something else that I would say is that uh, as you're teaching them, it's somewhat doing life together. And uh, you wanna do life with your boys. You wanna go to their programs. You wanna be a part of their deals and not just uh, reside in a home, but actually to be a family. And uh, I think boys today need to see those godly dads. They need to see godly moms, and they need to see them in the everyday life that we live. And in the midst of that life, they need to see their parents making those decisions so that when they're faced with those tough decisions at school, a lot of the issues that we deal with in that book, they're able to fight through it because they saw, you know, a good example uh, you know, and I would, I would say, uh, you know, on top of that, be engaging, not just present. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we, we think that so many parents today, and I watch this happen in, in youth ministry particularly, but so many parents today are just present. Mm-hmm. They're just there. They reside in the same house. They all have different bedrooms, obviously. And they're just, they're, they just are present under one roof, but those parents aren't really engaged in their kids' lives. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then these boys are begging for their moms and their dads to be present and to be there and to be engaged and to be a part of what they're doing and a part of the world and the way that God has gifted them, you know? And, uh, so- and Brian, I want to back you up. When you talk about, you know, one of the tips is just letting them fail. What would be an example of that? Like, you know, I, I think, you know, boys, uh, let's just say an issue we deal with in our book, the issue of uh, under self-control, checkpoint self-control, we deal with the issue of pornography. Mm-hmm. Well, y'all just got finished talking with Triple X Church, which is an unbelievable organization that, that I absolutely love. And uh, so to to stick with that topic for a moment, when a kid messes up, I had a young boy come to me the other day and he said, Brian... I have, uh, I, I need some help, uh, with, uh, with some issues I'm having on the internet. And I can't, I can't fight pornography. I need help fighting pornography. 
Well, I could have looked at that young man or his parents could look at him and condemn him and just, uh, just annihilate him, destroy him. Or we could look at it and say, okay, you messed up, but now we want to help you in your failures so that you can succeed. Mm-hmm. And so we created some barriers using things, quite honestly, like Triple X Church that they provide to put on his iPhone, to put on his uh, iTouch, to put on his iPad, to put on anything else I that he had. And, uh, and created those barriers and taught him in his failure how to succeed. Well, he came the other day and he was like, dude, I'm staying away from it all. I can't even get on it, you know. And so this young man who happens to be a quarterback for his football program, an unbelievable athlete, has, uh, has permission to come with his failures because he knows when he comes with his failures, we're going to help him in that and help him succeed through it. And his dad does the same thing with him, which is super cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't know if that illustrates it like you were wanting, but that's kind of one that pops in my head when I think of that. Well, you know, I know, Brian, when um, my husband and I were raising our kids, we we actually wanted them to fail while they were under our roof so that if they did, when they did fail and fall, we were there to be able to yeah. talk talk it through with them and we didn't want them to wait till they were 18 and out of the house and then start making some of those mistakes but make the mistakes while you're still under our roof so we can talk about it and we can be there for you and that was just kind of a thing we adapted just in our in our parenting and um and giving them like you said permission and then helping them succeed through that failure which love that yeah, well, we see. No, uh, go ahead, Nate. Yeah, yeah. If you guys don't mind if I jump in real quick, um, we see. <laughs> well, we see that, uh, pretty, yeah, thanks. We uh, we see that pretty much all the time um, in the military. Um, it's, I mean, that's why we that's why we train. It's why you use blank ammunition in in a controlled environment because you want you want guys to learn and you want guys to make mistakes because obviously, like. You know, in my experience, the best way to learn is to is to fail, is to make a mistake. And so you, you want guys, you know, what they call a dry fire round. You want guys to make mistakes when, you know, when the ammunition is not real so that when they do get in, you know, to the, um, to the real fight that they're, you know, one, they've been there before and they've learned from it. And, they, you know, they can act with confidence because they know, like, hey, um, you know, I've I've been through the ringer already and I've, I've made these mistakes and you're much less apt to make them, you know, when, when the, when the real fight comes along, if you've been, you know, if you've made them as those mistakes prior in a, in a controlled environment. So, I mean, it's, it's, um, and, and just saying that, I mean, that's, that's a lot of what we try to do with this book is to bring a lot of the like, you know, life lessons from, you know, Brian and I growing up and, you know, being, um, you know, where, where a lot of, you know, pretty much all the teenagers are today in dealing with issues like, you know, sexual purity and, and, uh, identity issues and stuff like that. It's, it's, uh, you know, we try to bring in a lot of real life lessons into this book. So what, what these people are, uh, are getting from it is a very practical, Hey, we've been there and this is what, you know, helped us in a real practical sense. Like, you know, like Brian talked about, putting filters on all of your devices that, you know, that can transmit the Internet and, you know, doing parental controls and, and, and stuff like that. Um, it's just kind of where the rubber meets the road kind of kind of stuff. So, Well, and Nathan, talking about putting on the, those filters, I know just just a few years ago, 
that's what so many moms, you know, we were, we were running to our computers and putting those firewalls and going to triple X and finding, you know, all the different things you can put on your computer. And so, so many parents believe that, okay, we're covered. And I, and I like what you're, you're talking about, you know, even with what they do in the military, because there it's beyond those potential pitfalls. You have to cast a vision of what that failure is going to look like and why you do not want to fail because Unfortunately, the firewalls, that, that's not cutting it. These kids are walking around with phones and, it, you know, they're literally, I know for, for my son, they'll have their friends putting the phone right in the face. Um, hey, yep. check this out. Hey, look at this. And it, and it, it doesn't oh, yeah. matter anymore with these filters. Now we're having to cast a vision of why it's so important. And I think, you know, Lisa and I have talked about this. We've grown up in a very legalistic background, just knew all mm-hmm. the don'ts. You don't do this. You don't do that. But to actually train them and teach them the whys and the hows, and this is the bigger picture. Well, and, yeah, and I love that you. Yeah, I mean, I love that you brought that up because that's really. I'll, I'll just read a little excerpt from the from our intro um, into the book. It says, um, "We we try to find a healthy balance between communicating complex issues clearly and challenging the reader to think and act more critically at a young age. If you continue to treat young boy young men like boys." They will remain so far too long, mm-hmm. and and uh, I mean that's really honestly that's I mean as, as we were writing this book, I think it was our heart behind it was was okay. We we didn't want this to be an exercise in avoidance only, which is why I mean half the book identifies what the hazards are that that young men are facing, but the other half of the book is is okay. How are we proactively dealing with this? Not not necessarily um, just like okay. And there's this real quick formula, and if you do this, you'll always succeed. But, but okay, let, let's let's approach these hazards from a from a critical biblical standpoint, so that we're thinking rightly about them. So that when we are faced with the issues, it's not just like, oh, well, I'm not supposed to do this because my parents don't want me to, because frankly, that's just not going to work. <laughs> um, I mean, ultimately, when you face the issue and you've and you've been trained by you know ideally a mentor who's been there and done that. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you're when you're trying to biblically think critically about these things, then when when you do face them, then you're um, you know you're you're better equipped to to face those hazards with with a lot of skill, and and that's what we need today. So, well, and, you, and when we come back from the the break, which we have just a few seconds till we're going to go into our break, um, let's dialogue. So there's like kind of a myth, and maybe it's not a myth, but can our boys really be raised and be pure and stay pure till they get married? I mean, they have so much peer pressure anymore, and how do we really, um, like Patty said earlier, cast that vision to our kids and a vision that it, it can be cool to be pure and what can that look like? So when we come back, we want to talk about that because a lot of it is having the discussion with the parents. It starts with the parents and, and equipping them to have that conversation with their, with their boys and then believing in our, in our young men that they really can do this and that we do believe in them and we, um, we wanted to encourage them. So when we come back from the break, we'd love to, to kind of go into that uh, angle a little bit, but you're listening to Girlfriend at Radio. We're talking about the book Checkpoints with authors. Um, we'll be right back.
This is Girlfriended on Togginap. Don't forget to tell your friends to check it out on Girlfriended.com. It's time to discover it, connect it, propel it, Girlfriend it. And we'll be right back with more Girlfriended Radio right after these. Familia, faith, identity, tradición. Latina life is never boring, but it can be muy dramática. So how do you coexist between the old school ways of la abuela and the new school life you're creating for yourself without losing your faith, familia, identity, or tradiciones? Welcome to Living Latina with Francesca Escoda, where culture curls and curves collide in one spicy cross-cultural conversation that will leave you begging for mas. Francesca tackles all the important issues, from politics to family values, to religion to, you guessed it, relationships and men. As Chief Everything Officer at the WOW Factor, Francesca is passionate about showing women of all cultures, ages, and lifestyles how to rock what they've got with style, sass, and smarts. Be sure to join her every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time for Living Latina, only on the WooHoo Radio Network. Wondering how to market, where to invest, where to advertise, where to find the right advice, or what to do about taxes? Doing business today is a complex venture, and that's where All Biz Talk comes in. All Biz Talk helps businesses and individuals find the right path to their success and learn more about the ideas, products, and services used by today's top professionals. Success leaves clues, so if you want to be successful, it's always best to listen to the people who have already been where you want to be. Our hosts are unbiased and will ask the hard questions, taking your calls to help connect you with the right professionals, people who can help you get a better handle on your personal and business choices. All Biz Talk is not a financial services company and does not offer any financial advice, but we will help you make the right choice when it comes to planning your financial future. Join All Biz Talk Tuesday afternoons at 1 Pacific, 3 Central at allbiztalk.com. Welcome back to Girlfriended Radio, a chance for you to let your hair down, curl up with a mug of whatever you love, and have some nice girl talk. It's Girlfriended, the radio show on toginet.com. And now back to the show with your hosts, Patty and Lisa. Well, welcome back. We are talking with Brian Mills and Nathan Wagon, and we are discussing Checkpoints, their book, that is a practical um, power pack guide to help young men maneuver through life's pitfalls and traps. And it's just loaded with the right ammunition and tools to help you get and stay on the road to victory in your Christian walk. And we, we went into the commercial break just talking about um, how you really have to cast a vision as a parent. You can't just have their their daily trainings be don't do this, but you can do this, and, and all the no's that that are there, um, instead of going, why? Why should we not be looking at porn? Why do we treat women the way that we treat women? And I, I just have to tell you, one of the things that I struggle with in my, with my own children is um, even as they, as they sit in church and they listen to the youth pastor, so many times 
they hear the story of this is how my life was before Christ and this is how it is now, but they almost portray this, uh, my before life without Christ was really kind of cool. And so I think Christian home, I know my kids struggle with this. When you're just that child that's staying faithful to the Lord, you almost feel like I kind of need to go down that path of, you know, being a little wild and a little crazy. So because, you have a testimony? Yeah, I, I need a better testimony. And I feel way too naive. And everybody else is so grown up and so cool. So how do we get away where, like, being faithful is, is there's a cool factor there. And God's going to bless that. Yeah, I think that's a good question. And, you know, we deal with that a lot in youth ministry. And we see, matter of fact, we just did a video in and around this a lot in our youth ministry at Long Hollow. And uh, one thing that we find out is that we're trying to teach kids today about the word holiness and lordship. And that there is, uh, it, it takes more strength to to stand up and be holy and to be righteous in God's eyes than it does to go out and quote unquote build a testimony. Mm-hmm. And and so many kids today are are out there and uh, it is by no means uh, normal. They are the normal kids are out there partying and drinking and doing all of that stuff. When you've got these quote unquote good Christian kids that are somewhat being mocked for not mm-hmm. doing any of it. So mm-hmm. I think those kids got to learn security, which are a lot of things we tackle for the guys in Checkpoints book. But yeah. they they got to tackle security. They got to tackle being uh, being secure in who they are, being secure in their walk with Christ, being that it's not cool to go out and drink. It's not cool, you know. We we have something I teach youth pastors all the time as well is don't go uh, air out all your sin on stage <laughs> and almost glorify sin. Yes. And not glor- and glorify the sin more than you glorify God and how He changed you, you know. Mm-hmm. And let's not air out all of our dirty laundry because these kids it gives them permission. When a youth pastor says anything, or a parent or anyone says a lot of stuff, not that you shouldn't be vulnerable, but you say it, and it almost gives them permission. Like, well, they made it through it. Yes. Yeah. You know. Doing- so I think we got to change our 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 language and how we talk to them. Hmm. Well, and I think all of that fits into the context of, of uh, really, I think, what the key is <clears throat> for young people today is they're, you know, in, an, in a culture, in, a, in an environment that's really hostile to Christianity. I mean, you know, back in the in the uh, 70s and 80s, you know, Francis Schaeffer said, we live in a post-Christian America, and I think we're quickly slipping into an anti-Christian America. Um, that's and, and this is the environment that our, you know, kids are growing up in. And I think the, the, the one irreplaceable key to to success and what you guys are talking about is mentorship i mean you uh, a student a student has to have um either either a parent figure um you know ultimately if it's a boy you know uh, a father or a father figure type person in their life or if that's not there which i know is a reality for you know a lot of women out there then a youth pastor or somebody who's older and, and more mature that's you know it's been down the road a little further um, to step into these students' lives and and to really say, hey, you know, this is this is who you are in Christ. So when you're faced with the temptations that really fly directly in the face of who you are, then you're able to realize, like, okay, even though the world says that's cool, 
you know that it's really not. Um, because 10 years down the road, when you go to your 10-year high school reunion and you see some of these cool kids that are stuck in the same rut pattern of smoking weed and doing drugs and alcohol, and then it's, it's definitely not cool anymore, you know? And, and so it's, it's, it's kind of, uh, cutting that off at the, at the past with, with, you know, with a mentor type relationship. And that's really, you know, Brian, um, can talk a little more about this too in, in his youth ministry, but in my experience in discipling men, um, that is, that is the fail safe is to find a mentor. And, you know, if, if you, if there's not one around, then to actively, you know, pursue that and to really pray that God will bring that person, you know, into your life. Well, and you know what's interesting? My husband is is a senior pastor, and for the first part of our of his career, he was a youth pastor, and we were so entrenched. Love youth ministry, and it was kind of back in the day when youth ministry was kind of hip, and a lot of guys were going into youth ministry. And the sad reality today is, you see so many of these dynamic young guys going into. Um, wanting to be senior pastors or planning a church where there's nothing wrong with that. But at the same time, we need some really strong leaders like the two of you who are going, I'm just going to pour into kids and seeing that as as such a high goal, a high um, value, because we need some dynamic Christian men that are, that are cool, that are role models speaking into our, these young adults, our, our teenagers. And I love that you guys are modeling that. And, and how do we raise up our, our, our kids and our young men to say, you know, pour into and, and to, to start modeling that and passing that along. And really that's what we got to do. The whole mentoring, whether it's formal or informal, but just getting into each other's lives and having those conversations. Well, I think, yeah, I mean, ultimately what we try to, um, ultimately what we try to do with checkpoints is to give somebody is because I I know as soon as you say we got a mentor, then, you know, a, uh, a mom or even somebody listening to this is going to be like, well, I don't know anybody out there that can do that for my kid, or I, I, don't, I feel ill-equipped to do that for my kid. And, I mean, ultimately, I think what we try to do with checkpoints is say, hey, here's a, here's a tool that you can get that will very simply guide you through a very basic, you know, uh, discipleship 101. This is how you walk with Christ um, for a... For a you know high, junior high, high school, college age you know college age guy. So for the person out there that's like, well, I just don't know what to do. Well, <laughs> I mean, we 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 open the door for you, right? Go go. I mean, I, this is kind of a shameless you know <laughs> plug, but seriously, like go get the book and 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 go through it with your son. I mean, it and then you know that'll I, I guarantee you that'll open more doors for you to see. Okay, now I can get plugged in in, in this way. Um, you know, in the church or start serving here or be accountable here or, um, you know, whatever the next step of discipleship looks like. Well, as our show is is kind of wrapping up in the last four minutes, what would you guys, uh, we, we started out by saying, what are some tips? And so far we, we know, you know, as a parent, really try to get your, your son a, a mentor and to cast a vision. Don't just tell them, you know, not to do it. And also to know that the filters on your computer, that's not going to cut it anymore. You have to daily talk into your child. So what would be just a, a couple more tips that we can share with our listeners? I would say a few, just a few simple points that, you know, parents, listeners, and anyone can, with teenagers can do to avoid just some major pitfalls in their life. I think, number one, you need to be actively involved in a church and not just, not just attending a church, but actively involved in the church. Teach your kids how to serve. Teach your 
let your kids see you serving in youth ministry, children's ministry, preschool ministry, helping all around the church. And uh, I'm sure any pastor uh, or pastor's wife listening would be like, hey, man, you know, because we need more servants. But we need to also teach the younger generation on how to serve, and they're going to watch their parents and how to do that, you know. So I, I think another good tip is being involved in the church along with uh, praying, for your boys. You know, I think it sounds so, you know, sad to say elementary to just throw out, well, we just need to pray for our kids. But it's not elementary. It's a it's a fundamental truth from God's word that we need to be crying out to God for, you know, the protection of our children. And uh, I think it's a, a very key point that we need to talk about and address in today's world. You know, how much are we really engaging into our kids' lives and crying out to God and asking him for their safety and their protection and their direction. And so that's a couple of things I'd think of. Wags, I, you know, you probably might think of a couple more as well. Yeah, I mean, we pretty much, you know, we, we cover the um, uh, the whole activity in church under the under Checkpoint uh, 7, I believe, under loyalty, just being loyalty or just being loyal to your church. I'm not, not treating church as like a you know, drive-through Christianity to go, you know, get what you want, but but it's really, you know, it's really being, it's really being proactive. I mean, a lot of, we can sit around and talk about how to avoid, you know, um, all the bad stuff in the world. But at the end of the day, like, it's really, um, the best way to, you know, the best defense is a good offense. And so, I mean, being, uh, being proactive, getting involved in your church, getting involved in a small group, getting involved in accountability, um, you know, being vulnerable with the people that you trust in your life. I mean, there's, and again, all of those truths are found, you know, found right there in the book, um, lays it out pretty, pretty simply. So, well, yeah, and it, that, and it basically it is, it is modeling what you're trying to teach your kids to do. And if you're trying to tell them one right. thing, but not following through on that. And, and I love as, as a pastor's wife, I love hearing you say, get involved in your local church and, and <laughs> what you can get out of it, but what, for what you can give and to serve and to love people and to let people into your life and you get into other people's life. And I think that's truly a, a, an important tip. But um, we just want to, as we conclude this, they can find out more by going to checkpoints.com. You guys have a Facebook and you have Twitter and they can follow you and we'll have information about you guys and your book on girlfriended.com. But again, we want to thank you for just being a part of our show and speaking into it. And uh, we're going to have you back because this is an area So thanks for listening to Girlfriend It and we'll be right back. Thank you for being a part of this special program, Girlfriended, the show dedicated to the most important woman you know, yourself. It's the show.